0: Oh you didn't know You better call somebody
1: Come baby oh. What 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 Four out of five
0: top Hollywood movie stars use
2: moment moment, moment of clarity
0: <laughs> What's happened everybody? It's your man, Stefan G. You are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. And Kim is Facebook messaging me while we're sitting here. I am. <laughs> like a couple uh, mid- like uh, a
1: couple middle schoolers. That means you're talking about me. <laughs> you're trying to hide what you're saying about <laughs> saying me. Saying things that we can't say out loud.
0: Yeah,
2: that's basically. Yep. I didn't want you to find out this way, Mike. What? <laughs> yeah.
0: Cats out the bag. I'm kind of happy. We're talking about the woman we're going to get for you.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yes. Chocolate. Mmm. Chocolate. Milk. Brown.
1: Chocolate. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Mike's <laughs> like, whatever. Where is she? Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I have
0: nothing Waiting. against that. So, how are you today, Kim?
2: I'm great. Yeah? I really am great. I, you know, I did some amazing things this weekend, and I feel so- Amazing, amazing. things? Yeah. What'd you feel, do? Um. Well, I went to this seminar- related to some investment information and uh-huh. it was just really empowering oh, okay. being around such you know amazing people that were willing to share their knowledge so I didn't get an invite uh well I was an invite oh so, okay yeah. Sorry guys, but in my wealth I'll remember you. Don't worry.
0: (laughs) You best don't worry. You best believe you be remembering me. I mean
2: just I'll let my secretary know how important (laughs) you
0: are. She don't need to know how important (laughs) I am. She just needs to know how many zeros to put on the check. This is true. That's it. This is true. I was like, what does remember mean? (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's right. What about you, Mike? What'd you do? Did you have an amazing week too? Uh yes. Good. What made it amazing?
1: Uh, sleep. <laughs> okay. That, that is good. that is that bad? No, I, I, love, sleep.
2: I love sleep too.
0: It, hey, <laughs> I've I've been trained to understand that it qualifies.
1: Oh, you've been trained. What? <laughs> I was
0: never. I was never a sleep person.
1: Oh. Okay. Until
0: I was told, you know, repeatedly by numerous people how important sleep is, and so I've been trained to understand that sleep is important.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah
2: and you know what we're we're we are so wrong here because we're completely not acknowledging the holiday that just passed
1: oh mother's
0: day yeah yes oh my gosh we're not mothers mm. we have mothers we do what did we what should we have said
2: we should have acknowledged you know like how do we spend our mother's day what do, what do we do for our mothers did we acknowledge them I was at the seminar. I was like, mom, like I'm trying to learn how to get this money to pay for your retirement home. That's all right. That's a great gift. Yeah, it
0: is. That's (laughs) a fantastic gift.
2: I mean, who do you want wiping you down? Me or somebody else? My mom's like, okay. I was like. I don't
0: don't want anybody to be wiping me down. If I can't wipe myself down, I'm not going to be happy.
2: Really, yes, you probably still will be happy.
0: You think so? Yeah, I don't
2: know. Depends on who's doing it. You might be like, This is, good. This is... why am I just now doing this? I should have been doing this years ago. Yo, that's so this messed up. This is great.
1: This is great. Should
0: have been doing this in my 30s, <laughs> right? Like, whoa,
1: things to look forward to. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what. It's taking an awkward turn. Anyway,
0: it is taking a very awkward turn. So we have a topic for today's show. And today's topic is. Oh, we do. That's good. Yes. Today's topic <laughs> is fear. 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 Wow. Yes. It is a very, very uh, large issue in life, in human beings, and in Christianity.
2: Absolutely.
0: And so we want to talk about it today. Yeah. I mean, we only got a little bit of time, but we can, you know. Wow. knock on the door a I, I
2: hope you know it's my prayer that during this conversation that um that those that are paralyzed by fear are are freed yes and so let's have the conversation let's talk about it let's okay
0: so I mean I, I guess the first question is what are we afraid of
2: well he
1: was looking at you first Kim <laughs>
2: You know, I think we are afraid of whatever society tells us to be afraid of. Whatever they don't, whatever is not embraced by society, is what we is what we fear.
1: Yeah, which is
0: everything. I mean, because when you think about it, like society does train us in the do's and don'ts, what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Right. And then, very true. Whatever is on the non-acceptable list becomes something we are afraid of either doing or being
1: and you actually kim actually mentioned something about that earlier when she said everyone asked her why she's single
0: yeah that's and true.
1: that's society wants if you're still single at 30 society wants you to be afraid or in kim's case if you're still single single at 42
2: oh wow <laughs> this guy oh this guy and 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 we're going to see fear in action right now, people, <laughs> because you tried it. I am not 42, but if I was, you know, I'd be a great-looking 42-year-old. You old. would be. You'd and be a so, slamming cougar. So there's there's nothing against anyone who may be listening that's 42, you know. No, so no shade.
0: you were telling us about a book that you had read that uh, I just that ordered. That I am reading. That you are reading. Yes. That I just ordered, which, yes, people. unfortunately mm-hmm. for me, it goes to number five on my list of books that I'm reading right now. Oh wow! Um, You're but a maniac. I, I'm a I'm a book collector. Yeah. I Here read I them though. Too. I read them. Yeah, that's and it. I had, I've been I've like you know I've been delivered for a little while. I hadn't picked up a new book in probably about a year and a half. Wow. So over the past couple months.
2: I love books. I've
0: been inspired to, to do new books.
2: I, I've always said that, you know, when, when my mate comes, I don't know where he's going to sleep because I my books are <laughs> in the bed with me. Like, it's like, wait, I wake up and what about this chapter I was reading? He's going to move them books so, over
0: just so you know. You don't to move them books.
2: I, I'm going to need the books to stay. No, nah, they got to go. This this but, is like the definition of words <laughs> with friends. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell us about the book you were reading, though.
2: So, so the book that I'm reading is by Napoleon Hill. A lot of people are not familiar with it. Um, I actually found out about this book at the the conference that I attended this weekend. And oh, really? Yeah, the guy was just talking about changing your mindset and um, just changing your relationship with fear. And so this book is called the it's called Outwitting the Devil. By Napoleon Hill, a lot of people are not familiar with it. It is available
0: on Amazon. Okay, I have ordered it. They have it new and used and Audible.
2: Yes, and it's 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 really mind blowing. I I don't I don't what basically I I don't even really want to give the idea of what this is about. But what I will tell you is that it's a very liberating conversation into the mindset of um, how we are entrapped by the enemy. And so um, it was actually written in, let me make sure. Can you, can you just check me? Because I want to say 1938. Uh, let's see. The 1900s. And um, Napoleon's wife um, forbade him to actually share this book. And so it was in a vault.
0: Which I think is amazing. Yeah. To begin with.
2: So it's, it's so ahead of his time. And she felt like had it been released that he would be um, ostracized by the people. And so the book was placed in a vault. And even after he died, you know, the conversation came up about them releasing the book and she still was not comfortable with releasing the contents of this book. This is just how amazing it is. And then the after she passed away, the first uh, CEO or executive of his estate, mm-hmm. um, they had a conversation about releasing the book and they still felt like the public was not ready for this book. It wasn't until the the current uh, executive took over the estate that um, that yes. they decided to release the book. So yes, I'm correct in the date.
0: You are correct. It was 1938, 1938,
2: and it was released in 2011. It's amazing. I, I just, if you do not have this book, you need this book. You need to understand the strategies that the enemies. Is using in your everyday. It talks about your mindset. It talks about um the education system. It talks about the political system. It talks about how he uses um your food and your appetite and uh, your your diet to entrap you. So um it's just an amazing book and I have not finished it yet. I I was at I can't even say where I was reading it. I was gonna say I was at work yeah
0: I know. but, um, yeah, I was working at
2: work, but, um, well, you were at work, <laughs> yeah, you were
0: yeah. at work, you weren't working,
2: but, yeah, this book definitely talks about fear, and the in the beginning of the book, he introduces, you know, he asks, what is your greatest weapon against mankind and and he
0: was talking to Satan, yes, right, okay,
2: and um, Satan says, well, the first thing is that um, it's fear, it's fear and lack of purpose. And we, we, we recently talked about purpose. Right. So ironic that we had that conversation. But he's just just points out that when when I have you by when I when I entrap you with fear, you you really can't find your way to your purpose because you're so afraid to dive into your purpose. Right. Just amazing. And
0: it's that is so very true. Even to the point where I remember that experience uh-huh. of understanding my purpose, and just being afraid to do it. Being afraid to step out on it, being and, and I didn't even realize it was fear that was stopping me. Right, You know what I'm saying? It was masking itself as low self-esteem. It was masking itself as uh, a lack of, uh, what I thought was a lack of intelligence. It was la- masking itself in all these different ways, but the truth of the matter was I was scared. I was afraid to do the work and put in the work and give it a try. On the off chance that number one it might be rejected or number two it might be accepted, right? And I know there are a lot of people out there that deal with that right now and every day.
2: Why do you why you know why do why is why do we get so bound by this fear? Like what what is it?
0: I think it's I think it's kind of paralyzes like, us. I think it's kind of the idea that we've never been allowed to be fearless. You know what I mean? Like from the time we're growing up, we are being protected right? and sheltered and kept away from. And, you know, we're taught to, I mean, basically be afraid. No, don't climb up there. No, don't do this. Take your hand off of that, you know? Right. And we're being slowly, but surely regimented to be afraid of things. Right. And then as we get even older, as we take, you know, we pull out of toddler ages and we move into like grade school and now we're being regimented that in order to be successful or whatever that word is, you know, in order to be successful or in order to have a good family, good job, blah, 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 you have to do this. And this is the one way that it works.
2: Right. And anytime you veer away from that. You're
0: dragged back into it. Right. You know what I mean? We Mike and I were talking the other day about uh Or you're rejected. Loans. You're rejected yeah. for it. You for are definitely out of the box. rejected and,
2: and, for And we tend to fear rejection.
0: hmm Definitely. But
2: you guys were talking about student loans. Yeah, we were talking about student loans. And the in May. Day.
0: Yes. <laughs> we were talking about student loans the other day. And we were talking about like. What if your parents instead of spending let's say it costs what twelve thousand dollars a year to go to college, right yeah, so we got twelve twenty four thirty forty eight thousand dollars for a four year institution what if instead of giving instead of sending you to college, they just at the age of eighteen drop forty eight thousand dollars on you? wow, yeah, like
1: and wh- that that fear if that happened, there'd be fear of the kids and the parents absolutely in that, in that case,
0: you know, but Think about if you have a child that you've raised to take risks, to embrace rejection, to understand failure, you know what I'm saying? To really kind of combat. To
2: to run towards fear.
0: Right. To really kind of combat all those angles that fear kind of attacks us at. Yes. If you drop the $48,000 on that that kid, that kid's going to do something amazing with that $48,000. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if it only is just living to the fullest with that $48,000. They're going to do something amazing with that $48,000. Right. And and,
2: and 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 you know what? I have to agree. Like it's because of the mindset that, you, that you've instilled into that child. Right. Wow. But
0: That's... we've told them that, you know, the yeah. only way it's going to work is if you take this $48,000 and you go to this institution of higher learning and you get this piece of paper that says that you know something. Right. And you owe this money back to somebody for a long period of time. And... And, and then the bad part is we realize that doesn't work, yet we keep telling people that that's the only way it's going to work. So we have geared, especially in America, we have geared our society to be fearful of anything that's outside of what we consider to be the norm. So and I, and I have to kind of commend the millennial generation because they've started to break a lot of those norms and they've really kind of tried to reshape what we see as normal. You know what I'm saying? Like blue hair and green hair and yellow hair and purple hair. All inside one head at the same time. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like we've really kind of watched them kind of break through that and I believe that's where a lot of the innovation that we now have in our society has come from is that free way of thinking where they're not afraid to do or to take that chance. But fear is is a killer. It It will destroy everything that you try to do.
2: It's true. It's true. That's great. So
0: when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about fear, and we're going to talk about how to overcome fear, uh, and we're going to talk about a little bit more about why fear is in your life specifically. Uh, Moment of clarity, Stefan G. We'll be back in a bit. <laughs> moment of clarity Stefan G and we are talking about fear uh and we talked a little bit about you know the book that Kim was telling us about to get outwitting the devil so I encourage everybody to grab that book. It Yay-o. sounds like it's going to be a good one. I can't wait, to. It is. It's so it silly. Is.
2: And, and give comments. Let us know. Yes, definitely. Thank
0: Go to the website. Leave us a voicemail Um, and let us know what you think of it as you're reading it. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about fear because th- there's people out there that I know are not sure that they are trapped by fear. They think it's something else. So ha- have you experienced fear?
2: Absolutely.
0: So where does it? do you find it when you finally uncover it? Like as you're uncovering and you're saying, okay, the root of this problem turned out to be fear. What were some of the layers that you remember having to go through in order to get there?
2: Well, uh, um, just identifiers for me are reluctance, mm-hmm. apprehension. Um, there's a lot of doubt that right. comes along with fear. Um. There is a lot of self hate that comes along with fear. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I would say that some, and, and by self hate I mean that you been begin to not have confidence within yourself, and so you kind of talk yourself out of things. Right. And you really have no real, no real way to justify yeah, the you things got no that evidence. you're, yeah, yeah, that 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 you're selling yourself. It's just foolishness. Mm-hmm. Um, so those those are the ways that things in which I have identified fear, where I where I have an indication that, okay, fear is present. Um, I mean, there, there are things that happen internally in the body that let me know that I'm facing some fear. Uh, worry mm-hmm. is an indication. Um, usually, you know, um, my heart's racing. It depends, you know, right. whatever the case.
0: Depending on which particular moment you're in. Right. Right.
2: So when I find that I've talked myself... Myself out of something that I have no evidence. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Why am I questioning this? What's go- What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, I have made a conscious effort to. I, I really do believe in running towards fear.
0: Well, you know, it, it's interesting because I've noticed in my life that a lot of times my fear comes from a place of not believing that I can do or can accomplish or that whatever it is that I'm afraid about. It's not believing that it is within me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always an emptiness in me. I'm very rarely afraid about external stuff. Right. Um, You know, I might be afraid of falling out of plane or something like that if I'm on the edge without a seatbelt, but you know what I mean? Right. So most of my life fears or purpose fears are always wrapped around something about me, about me not being able to do or accomplish or have the ability to perform whatever this thing is. Right. And that I think is the place where we find ourselves if we, like you said, run towards that fear. Cause I think that's the one thing that most people don't do. They kind of brush it off and they move on to something else. Right. But I think the key is like you said, to run towards that fear, to ch- y- to chase it.
2: Yeah. You know the, I, I would say the sure way to know when fear is present is 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 an excuse, yeah, like that's that's a key identifier mm-hmm. when you find yourself making an excuse and are justifying some some inaction usually mm-hmm. is when fear is is present right, and um,
1: what do you mean by uh run towards it
2: so by run towards it i I generally face those fears, so for me when when i'm telling myself i can't then i'm like you have no other choice at this moment like your only option is a can like you have got to do this because you have no you, you can't you aren't able to present me with a case to tell me why you're unable to do this right so the only option at that time is to do it and 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 every time i've i've discovered this new thing about myself like wow Right. Like it really it, I did I I never really had to do it alone because he was with me.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where like let's say for lack of a really good explanation, here's a bad example. Uh you know, you just say, "Well, I can't say that to them." You know what I mean? Like I can't talk to somebody like that or something like that, you know. Right. But instead of being afraid of hurting their feelings or how they're going to perceive you or you know what I'm saying, whatever it is that that fear is is pulling from Just go ahead and say whatever it is that you were feeling that you really wanted to say. Right. And you just attack that fear with conquering whatever it is you're afraid of.
2: Right. And then you
0: find this new strength within yourself and you're like, wow, I really could say that or I really could do that. or I really could accomplish that. And that's really the only way to find that strength. The only way to overcome, the only way to find the strength is to go through the fear. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: What about uh, trying to understand the fear i I don't know i've been going through that a lot in my life the past couple years trying to understand where the fear maybe comes from where it's
0: rooted i think that's a valuable place to be i think it's good to understand where it comes from but i also think you can get caught up in trying to understand and you never actually overcome the fear
1: yeah well it can become an excuse right like you said Mm -hmm. so It it has to be understanding and then overcoming right right
2: yeah, so I think with the over with the understanding I don't really do this often. I know a couple of my girlfriends do it but the five whys. So is why am I afraid? And then whatever the answer is, I'm afraid because they won't like me. Why why do you think they don't like you? So it's once you get mm. and the the I, the concept to that is once you reach the fifth why, you have the real reason right behind why you this fear exists.
1: Mhm.
0: My experience is that the understanding sits as a marker. You know what I mean? So now you've got like a definitive place in time that this thing occurred and it started. But you, like I said before, you still have to do something to overcome that fear. You know, like I could, I could say, okay, I fear this because my stepfather did XYZ when I was eight years old and it, you know, did all of this stuff in my heart. And that's a great place to start. That's a great understanding to have. But until you say, "Okay, I will no longer fear this thing, and I will move forward through it," then you're out of luck. Yeah, the understanding yeah.
2: has has served you. It does you really go no good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no. to me,
1: it's a definitely a stu- a two step process because I don't know. Understanding it helps me overcome it because it puts it in perspective. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense. Instead of 'Cause fear is a lot of times an emotional thing and it's just this big scary thing that we're just that's just big and scary and we're scared of it. Right. But when we understand it, it becomes not so big and scary. Mm-hmm. But it right. becomes something you can overcome. And um I don't know. That that's no, kind of been my approach lately.
2: I have to you know, I'm 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 in full support of definitely understanding the fear because I see fear I have a weird relationship with fear. So I see fear as a bit of an enemy in some regard. So I I definitely say, when you say understand, understand the fear, it's about knowing your enemy at that point. So I know what I'm faced. I'm facing. Um, But when I say I have a a weird relationship with fear, I embrace fear because, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't like to be put in fearful situations. I don't just say, Hey, send them my way. If you don't want it, send (laughs) it to me. Why are you (laughs) jumping
1: now? Yeah.
2: But I embrace it because fear, fear, Fear is just this beautiful thing as well that we sometimes don't give it credit for. It's also the thing that warns us. It's an indicator to us that something is off. So I look at fear like, okay, hey, you letting me know that something is either wrong in the situation in my environment or something is wrong internally in me that I need to work on that requires an action. And I think that's
0: a key that a lot of people should take the time to understand is that fear is an indicator of something being off. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it warns us, especially in our physical environment, we all of a sudden be like, ooh, something's not going on. You know, chances are somebody's back there with a chainsaw. Or something right, like, and we love fear then. Yeah.
2: We love it because, we hey, we got away. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, thank you that I, I, you know, I'm glad I had that mind, the, the intuition to know that I should have ran or, you yep. know, whatever the case was w- in, with fear in that in your physical environment and and the same should be taken when when you face fear internally when you find that this thing is paralyzing you you have to visual well, for me i visualize it as fear is trying to hold me hostage and i'm not going to be held hostage by anyone because i'm on i my would l-
1: not want to be anyone that person holding you hostage yeah do not hold <laughs> Listen, me hostage because I would not want to be that thing holding Kim hostage don't well, because
2: my- I'm on my Liam Neeson you know like I have a special <laughs> set of skills people I have a special <laughs> set of skills you don't want these problems don't do
0: it <laughs> well one thing I've tried to do lately is I've tried to allow my fear to invigorate my faith and so when I recognize that I have a fear of something you know when I look at something and I say Lord, this is bigger than me, you know what I'm saying? And I and I start to question myself, and I'm like, I'm not sure that I can do this. Right. I immediately transition my mind because I, I look at it from the perspective of saying, but you know what? If I couldn't do this, you would not have this before me. You know what I'm saying? And so now I need to just kind of like Mike said, analyze the fear a little bit. Just make sure it's not the warning fear. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, he, and God's like, you know, no, get out right now because he got the mask on and- it's right, skinning Mm-mm. people. you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> the music's <laughs> playing. Don't you hear the music? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I analyze the fear a little bit, but then I use that as an opportunity to kind of invigorate my faith and say, you know what, God, if you've put me in this position to be in front of this thing, to face this thing, then you've obviously put whatever I need on the inside of me to conquer this thing. And so I'm just going to go forward, and I'm going to believe you that I have the tools, the intelligence, the fortitude, the strength, the power, whatever it is that I need necessary to take this thing on and to be successful in it.
1: Yeah, I think one of the best biblical stories that really addresses that is uh, Peter and Jesus walking on water. Yes. Because, you know, at first Peter had that attitude. Yeah, he did. Where he's like, like, I want to walk on water. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to jump up right now. Yeah, let's go. And he does it. And then, of course, sometimes while we're in the middle of it, We look down at the water. Oh, it happens all the time. And what happens? We fall. Start falling in once we start looking down. And Jesus is like, "Look at me."
0: Yeah, look at me. me. Yes, yes.
1: How many times? I mean, think
0: about it. When you're, when you're, you guys might not have experienced this yet, but when you're teaching a kid to walk, you always have them look at me. Don't look down there. Look at me. Just follow me. Just come my way. You know what I'm saying? If you just look at me, follow my voice. Don't pay attention to anything else. You'll be good. Everything will be fine.
1: Yeah, one of the most amazing things I. Think about the Bible is it's very honest that there are things that are going to come that are struggling. There, are, fear is going to happen. Yeah, dangerous things are going to happen. It's very honest about that, but mm-hmm. it's also honest about how you can overcome it.
0: Yes. So, and one of the best ways to overcome fear, honestly, for everybody that's listening, is with the Word of God. That's one of the best ways to overcome fear, because just about any and you'll have to do some searching and some digging, maybe or whatever. But just about every fear you can think of, there's a scripture to fight that thing right back. There's a scripture that uh, will completely sure. eradicate your rationale for having that fear. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere in the Bible, there's a fear not <laughs> for yes. whatever it is that you're thinking about right now. You know, and I think if we use that weapon a little bit more instead of because we what happens is we focus on the fear instead of focusing on God, instead of focusing on the ability to overcome this thing, we focus on the fear and we begin to microscope the fear and we begin to analyze the fear in a sense of not trying to understand where it's coming from, but just trying to see it and look at it and, and just, you know, just look at it and figure it out and just analyze this fear and we're just so focused on being afraid and so focused on i'm not enough and i can't do enough and i'm not strong enough and i'm not smart enough and i don't have enough money and i'm not big enough and they're never gonna like me and how come i'm in this place and we just get so dragged into that area that we don't see anything else
1: it's true and it's interesting you called it a weapon the word of god is a weapon and the bible says the same thing it says you know The word of God is the sword of the spirit. It's literally meant to be an offensive weapon against the enemy. Yeah, and it's powerful, very powerful.
2: And I love that Mike said an offensive weapon because I believe that running towards fear is being on the
0: offense. It is. It absolutely is. And and what better way to conquer an enemy? Right. You can't. You can't conquer somebody being on defense. Yeah. Don't get me. That's just protection. Yeah, 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 you definitely get God. <laughs> but in order to win a battle, you have to be on the offensive. You have to be. And it kind of works the same way with fear. I know you guys probably expected this to be a lot more spiritual when you tuned in and you found out it was about fear. But it's just really kind of the practical application of walking out this, this Christian life that we have. you know. And sometimes we just got to look up and be like, God, I'm afraid. I've said that so many times. I've been like, you know what, God? I'm scared. Like, I remember when I was going through some healing from some stuff that had happened to me in life, and it was I was just crying a lot, and it was just, you know, heartbreaking and blah, blah, blah. And I remember just looking up and being like, God, I'm scared, man. Like, I'm literally afraid that, number one, this thing is going to take me out. You know what I'm saying? Even though I know it's not going to, I'm still afraid that it's going to. Right. You know? And... I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to do this again. You know, like I won't be able to function in this thing again. I won't be able to walk in this thing again. And I think one of the keys that we have to understand is we have to be honest about our fears. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to, you know, people always say fake it till you make it. I don't, I never bought into that. I don't fake it till I make it. I work on it and develop and grow until I make it. You know what I mean? because we have to be honest about what we're afraid of and why we're afraid of it. And then, and only then, does God step in and be like, fear not, my child. I got you. It's all good.
2: Right? Something like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Something like that. So anyway, we're going to catch you guys next week. Moment of Clarity, Stefan G. I have no idea what we're going to talk about next week, but I guarantee you it's going to be very interesting. (laughs)